Episode 25, Do Distant Battles Create Good Gains? Some of us naturally itch for a fight, and some of us grow into a desire to fight because our cultures, histories, and life experiences tell us that we must. When we choose to fight those battles through a third party, do the battle gains justify the fact that we're holding our fight at arm's length? Keep listening. Welcome to Peace Matters, a show that uncovers peace in our communities, our countries, and deep within our souls. I'm your host, Maya Mathias, founder of Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. Join me as I share three things in the show. One, stories or trends that impact our capacity for peace in the world. Two, insights and tools to help you cultivate more inner peace. And three, updates on the peace-building work I do, plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. Be sure to head over to inventivelinks.com to sign up for our Peace Matters newsletter, where I share bonus resources to build more peace in your world. And now, on with the show. Part 1 As the world turns, stories or trends that impact our capacity for peace in the world. So, the Cold War between the US and the Soviet Union may have ended decades ago, but these two superpowers continue to battle over their differences in third party arenas. The most recent and striking example of this is in Venezuela where countries allied to the U.S. are backing the opposition leader Juan Guaido, while Russia and its allied nations are supporting the current leader, Nicolas Maduro. And this is leading to a lot of protests in the streets. People who are supporting the opposition leader, Juan Guaido, who, based on the Venezuelan constitution, needs to assume office. And at the same time, Nicolas Maduro is sort of sicking the military out on these protesters in the streets. And this is leading to a lot of violence and escalating tensions in Venezuela. So this skirmish got me thinking that this isn't the only proxy war being fought in the world right now. I did a search for a list of proxy wars, and I found a Wikipedia page that lists dozens and dozens of wars that have been waged since the mid-19th century between two primary parties that are respectively backed by many, many interests and larger nations and states around the world. And these wars have had varying results. Sometimes one main combatant wins over the other. Sometimes it resulted in a stalemate. And sometimes these wars are still ongoing. They've been raging for decades and centuries. I'm also thinking about this idea of proxy wars in the context of last week's Peace Matters theme, 
about how we are now trying to navigate the finite material resources we have on this planet with our ever-increasing need to consume those resources and to produce things that consume those resources. So over time, we're going to be starting to fight proxy wars even in the climate space because the climate is going to, or you know, our ever-degrading and eroding environment, natural environment, is going to lead to more and more instances where two big powers, say economic powers, might choose a third-party space or a third-party situation to assert their influence and gain dominance. And so proxy wars are fought for many, many reasons. Sometimes it's over physical territory, as in the caliphate. Sometimes it's over economic dominance, as between the US and China right now, where the third party in question are the consumers in America, because the fight is between the two governments. But right now, consumers are bearing the brunt of it, as well as, say, American farmers. Sometimes proxy wars are also about sovereign survival. Right now, this week, in fact, tensions are escalating between Iran and the US, and some of those tensions are being seen in Saudi Arabia because their vessels are being attacked by forces, apparently, that are aligned with Iran, which has now um, had the US respond by sending its military troops and battleships into the arena. So fundamentally, all these battles at a human level are a quest for legitimacy. We fight with each other because we want to matter in some way. And all too often throughout history, that fight for legitimacy turns into a fight for ultimate supremacy, a zero-sum game where there is one ultimate winner who wants to win at all cost. The question is, though, Many of us feel and believe that we are now living in a world that's more interdependent. And in that interdependent world, many of us seek peace more than we seek war. So if one party or one state decides that they want to continue to fight for ultimate supremacy, can that party still find enough collective oxygen, enough allies in the world to prevail? And if these fights continue to happen by proxy, they continue to happen in third-party spaces like Syria and Venezuela, when does the collateral damage from those spaces, the damage in the form of migrants moving from one continent to another, the collateral damage in terms of refugees that are forced to flee from these war-torn areas and from these countries that are dealing with economic collapse, and marching towards, in this case, an American southern border because there is nowhere else they, they want to go to or feel that they can be safe in. When does the collateral damage from the proxy wars that we choose to fight as nations become simply too big for us to ignore?
Om is Where the Heart Is, Insights and Tools to Help You Cultivate More Inner Peace. Now, talking about proxy wars, we fight proxy wars in our personal lives too. You know, what happens in our personal space is mirrored and reflected in what we do collectively as communities and countries. So as I think about this idea of proxy wars, I realize that, you know, whether we're goading a co-worker into doing something that also advances our interests at work, or whether we let two family members fight something out while we support one person over the other behind the scenes, when we are helping fights in the shadows, it, it can have either unintended or sometimes negative consequences. I'm all for picking our battles in life because I believe not all fights require us to get into the fray, you know, roll up our sleeves and do battle. But at the same time, when there are other battles going on, we also need to be honest with ourselves to think about whether those battles are somehow serving us in some way. And we need to be really honest when we find ourselves covertly siding with one party, because if that party eventually gets legitimacy or supremacy, that sense of one-upsmanship will rub off on us in some way, even though we didn't have to get our hands dirty in the process. Part 3, News and Views, updates on our peace-building work, plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. I'm going to keep this segment today light because this has been a heavy topic, and I'm going to throw an invitation out to you. If you have a question about this week's theme or any of our previous podcast episodes, or if you have a general question about world peace or inner peace, I invite you to send me that question. And if I'm able to answer it, or if I have a perspective on it, I will include my take on your question in an upcoming issue of my Peace Matters newsletter. All you have to do is go to inventivelinks.com slash ask. That's inventivelinks.com slash ask and send me a question. And if you're not already on my Peace Matters newsletter, it's really easy to get on the list. Just go to inventivelinks.com, click on the Learn More button right there on the homepage, and then you can subscribe. And remember, you can join me later this week on my Fridays for Peace live show, where I'll discuss and share more on this idea of fighting our battles at arm's length. Okay, going to leave it there for now, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Oh, and... Yes, a reminder that if you can't join me live on the Fridays for Peace show, well, first to access the show, you need to go to inventivelinks.com slash events and to look for the episode dated, let's see, let me get the date right, dated Friday, May 17th, 2019. If you can't catch me live, you can go to inventivelinks.com slash events, scroll down the page and look for the Fridays for Peace show dated May 17th, 2019. 
Alrighty. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you next time on an episode of the Peace Matters podcast. Bye for now. You've been listening to Peace Matters with me, Maya Mathias. This podcast is proudly powered by Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. If you like this podcast, please consider supporting it by going to inventivelinks.com support. Want to take your podcast experience to the next level? Sign up for my next online workshop, and start building a stronger path to peace inside and out. Go to inventivelinks.com events for more information. Sign up for a workshop, then show up with your best questions on the stories and insights we feature and with a sincere desire to lead a more peaceful existence. Till next time, let's make peace matter more each day. Bye for now.